This episode of EduTech Guys was recorded live at ISTE 2023 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening. This episode of EduTech Guys is brought to you by Asset Panda. Asset Panda is the leading asset lifecycle management platform working with school districts to better track and manage their one-to-one -one devices as well as other technology and district assets. Proper management of these devices is critical to maximizing their value and ensuring the continuity of their functionality. Get more information about how you can better track your district assets at AssetPanda.com. Hey, welcome back to ISTE 2023, live in Philly with the EdgeTech guys, and we have our next guest in the seat. We're going to let her tell us who she is, what she does, and all that kind of good stuff. Hey, guys. I'm Kelly Donaldson. I'm Manager of Organizational Development and Customer Training at Asset Panda, which is a really fancy way of saying that I head up our support, uh, training, and implementation teams. Cool. So for our listeners, let's talk about what Asset Panda does. So we're asset tracking, and one of the things I guess our go-to is that we track everything from chickens to cadavers in our program cool. yeah so for schools though that really really comes back to like one-to-one -one asset tracking on your IT devices and that's probably um, from a school perspective the first thing that we usually end up tracking now that can expand um, if you think about things like band uniforms or uh, musical theater equipment uh, there's tons of expensive things in schools that yeah. people want to know where they belong well the big one right now is after the pandemic thousands and thousands of Chromebooks and iPads and things like that purchased with ESSER money or ECF money and you know we've got to keep up federal this uh, e-rate so I bet that's a big one you guys get and, and let's talk about that let's talk about the interface we're dealing with and how we can track that stuff inside Asset Panda yeah so that's a big one we see that a lot mm -hmm. um, one of the great things about Asset Panda is it's highly configurable so uh, we work with you as an implementation team to build your unique version of your program so whatever it is that you want to track about your assets we can build into the program the track and it is truly unique to every single customer that we have. Um, you know, we see lots of people tracking off of dates, mm -hmm. um, like those end of life or those expiration dates, like for our grants. And we build notifications and reports off of those as well. So we can be notified when something is coming due. Um, and we have three levels of reporting in the program that we use um, dashboarding reporting. Um, you can run a quick report, and then you also have automated reports that you can run. So you can know what's coming due in the next 90 days through those automated reports they're just coming right to your inbox that's really cool so yeah. let's talk about uh, how you onboard various equipment um, whether it's uh, well and I guess we should probably maybe break this down a little bit but let's say uh, how is onboarding say IT devices maybe different than you were talking about you know uh, musical equipment sure so we have lots of ways to get devices into the program so from an implementation point, I'll tell you, you can hit the add new button, right? And we can add one at a time, mm -hmm. which is great for those one at a time things, but nobody has time to add thousands of assets. Yes. So we don't like to use that for the big ones. Um, we can import from your spreadsheets. So if you are tracking from spreadsheets today, which we see a lot of, mm -hmm. um, we can clean those up and get those imported that way, but we have integrations and that's one of the best ways to bring information in. So we integrate with Google Workspace, um, Active Directory, Intune, 
um, jam, which we hear a lot from schools. Yeah. 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 So lots of ways that we can just pull information from your other programs and populate Asset Panda with them. That's really cool. So let's say I have a thousand new trumpets. <laughs> That's going to be really loud. Uh, right. So, <laughs> I'm being a little facetious. So, uh, band directors. I used to be one. So, uh, gotcha. so if, um, can, can we print labels and stuff from you guys you too? You can. Okay. We actually have a barcode generator built within the program. Okay. So, um, once you put the assets in the program, we can actually use a field value and build the label from that field value. Cool. So, if you called this like Trump 1, mm-hmm. um, that could become your barcode label. But if you wanted to just also have a randomly generated number, we can do it that way. Oh, that's really cool. So, um, you, you were talking about, so schools base-wise, what are we looking at onboarding? Because that's the first question. Like, a superintendent's going to ask the tech coordinator, and I'm going to go, oh, you know, so it's like three months. You know, so what's the average time of, you know, saying we want to do this to coming on board and take out the, well, we're going to have to import this, import this, but like, it's running, we can start adding stuff. What are, we, what are they looking at? Sure. So, I love this question, um, because it's largely what my department does, mm-hmm. right? Um, an average implementation will take you 30 to 60 days. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as an educator, because that's my background, um, I look at things and how do we differentiate? So, how can we differentiate for every customer that's coming in the door? Mm-hmm. If you want to move faster, if your data is already ready to go, then we can certainly speed that up and, and help you out a little bit. But most of the time, that data cleanup is probably one of the hardest parts. And, you know, homework, we, we, we're teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know about homework. You yeah. know, you get homework as part of your implementation, too. So, you know, depending on your time and your bandwidth um, with everything else that you're doing, sometimes I can slow down a bit. I can see that. If I, so uh, taking almost an opposite direction, I guess, perhaps of what Jeff was talking about, let's say I've got a, a bunch of equipment that already has whatever, some kind of barcode SKUs that are associated with it. Uh, is it possible for a district to scan those into the system as additions? Is there an app? Oh, there is an app. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So you can scan. Um, so you could, you know, scan that. It's going to, the app is going to say, hey, this device isn't an asset panda and we can click add the device and then that barcode will pre-populate and then we can add the additional information okay so now i have one to throw another one to you so just like <laughs> so i just got an email from dell that i have a thousand chromebooks that are coming up in the end of july that are ready for the next service contract mm-hmm. we can tag that with that so what's the integration like there that I can keep records in Asset Panda that I need for that specific service contract. Can we do that kind of stuff so that it's there already so I don't have to go back over here to Google Drive and pull that out and try to tie it into that? Yeah, so what we could do is create, like my go-to would say, let's create a field for the contract number. Okay. So now, we, and then we could actually create um, what we call a group and we could have a group of all your contracts. Mm-hmm. So one of the great things about Asset Panda is the visibility and the interrelationships that start to build. And this is a prime example of what we would see. Mm-hmm. So if I went to that contract in the group, I would see all the assets associated to that particular contract. So I'd be able to see that. Same way if I wanted to know what assets were assigned to whatever building 100, I would be able to go and look at all those assets together. Yeah. All cloud-based. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to run anything on a local server. Nope. <laughs> Exports reports can... One of my previous headsets and superintendents, one of my previous superintendents would always want to see... You 
know, monthly this, this, and this. So let's talk about reporting you know, for departments, for the band director, for the athletic coach, for the science teacher, for those cadavers. <laughs> I'm going to totally geek out on reporting for a okay, second cool. here, though. Geek yes. out. That's a- so we have three levels of reporting. First one are dashboards. I love dashboards because they are the pulse of your program. Mm-hmm. You go in, they're real-time. They're telling you everything that happens. You're switching something to need repair. You're going to see it on the dashboard right there. And you get up to 20 different charts on a dashboard. They're shareable. Um, you can export them. You can take the graphics and make them um, SVG or PNG files and drop in your PowerPoints and reports. Love those. Next level are what we call quick reports. So think about it. Every time you filter or sort information in Asset Panda, you have the availability of pulling that into a report. So I can go right to quick report. I choose what I want to see in my report. I can get that as a CSV or a PDF right there. Last layer is kind of what you're talking about. I have all these people want automated reports. I can create a report and then I can automate it. It goes out to them weekly, monthly, daily, whatever it is that they need. Handles the email and everything. Yep. And then you have the same options. The CSV, the Excel, the PDFs. That's beautiful. That is, man. That's a, that's a big deal. Reports are a big deal. Well, you know that. That's why you geeked out over it because we get it. It's like everybody needs to know, and I need to know. The dashboard is what I really like. I love to be able to pull it up and go, okay, what numbers am I today? Where am I at? Where am I sitting? I, I, well, and I they're dynamic. Better. That's a great part about them, too. They're dynamic. You can click on any piece of that pie chart or any bar chart and get the report from that particular piece oh, nice. of the pie, too. Nice. Well, I, I mean, you want to talk about a real-world example of where this would perfectly fit in place. I'm talking about our own situation uh, where, uh, as, as Jeff said, uh, you know, we, uh, the district that we worked for received a whole lot of Chromebooks through a whole lot of different venues, you know, avenues of money. Um, but one of the issues that we just ran into is we had to go around and, and collect them all up because it got out of hand. It got unruly. And even though there there are mechanisms such as you know, uh, the Google Workspace where those are all in there it unfortunately what it has what has happened is it sort of kind of spiraled out of control so it looks like we've got you know 5800 Chromebooks well no we don't actually have 5800 it's just through you know through through the system just kind of getting out of control and then us trying to figure out okay which ones do we actually have on hand that's where asset panda and especially the dashboard part I mean I could see you totally geeking out over the, the dashboard no, I would. Uh, you know, yeah uh, because as you mentioned it's instant it's right there you see what's going on and if we start to detect an issue where okay wait a minute something's going on you can catch it then rather than you know at the end of the school year and go okay everybody Chromebook's in a pile you know yep and I'll give you a layer to that because we have an audit feature I don't know if you guys are familiar with the audit feature at all but there's a feature in the program where you can set up recurring audits to be able to say hey um, teacher in room 200 um, every semester I want you to scan every one of the Chromebooks in your classroom and let's make sure that little Johnny and little Susie, hee hee hee, they didn't exchange Chromebooks because right. it would just be so much fun to do. Right. And then we know exactly what belongs in every class. That's really cool. Yeah. So I was going to ask about that. Let's talk about user levels. So every campus has, we don't call them librarians and more they're media specialists, but the media specialists kind of work as our liaisons for that, you know, boots on the ground kind of thing. So can we tier the kind of power they have, even down to the teacher? So the teacher can do just these three specific things we need to do and 
nothing else. Yes, we can get very granular with user permissions, so we can restrict um, what we call actions. Those are um, they're like controlled changes. So an action is a way of saying I'm going to assign this to somebody. That would be an action in Asset Panda. So we can say that only certain people can see certain actions. Um, they can only see certain fields. They can only write to certain fields. We can restrict um, teachers by location and say, hey, only these teachers should only see classrooms that they're involved in, and you know, very specifically. So, yeah, very, very granular with them. That's cool. So, yeah. hardest question of the interview. Uh oh. Um, oh no. Biggest thing a, a district, school districts, because you guys work with all kinds of the industry. Biggest thing a school district comes back and says, you did, you helped us do this that we couldn't do before. Is that a hard one? Uh, yes and no. Um, I, I think that you know the biggest thing is you you helped us figure out what we have. You helped us see our assets. Yeah. Um, you know that when I work with school districts. Yeah, I think it's a great word, visibility. That's exactly what I think of when I think of, you know, tracking our assets and everything like yeah. that. Okay, so Kelly, um, but they can find out information from you guys. Oh, they can go right to our website. I mean, our, our website gives you an opportunity to get a demo with an account executive. Um, you know, I would say that's a great place to start. You can find us on LinkedIn as well, and there's uh, tons of links to, to get back to Asset Panda and, you know, give us some more information. We're happy to reach out. Awesome. Kelly, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks Have for having me. Rest of the ISTE that's like, I see so many things we could it's track. It's cool. I when I look down there, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> this, I was going to say, and, and because you guys are, are listening out there, uh, this year the media room is is actually up and overlooks the expo, the, the expo hall. So she is like, oh my gosh, do you know all of the people out there that we could be helping right now? All of them. Those little wooden stools, we can track them. <laughs> track everything. That's really cool. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, guys. This episode of EduTech Guys is brought to you by Asset Panda. Asset Panda is the leading asset lifecycle management platform working with school districts to better track and manage their one-to-one devices as well as other technology and district assets. Proper management of these devices is critical to maximizing their value and ensuring the continuity of their functionality. Get more information about how you can better track your district assets at AssetPanda.com. This episode of EduTech Guys was recorded live at ISTE 2023 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening. Yeah.